Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. On a Thursday morning, we are three quarters of the way through the week. We're excited, and we've got a new guest in the clubhouse, a team that we've barely touched on, but we love them um, a lot. There are a lot of exciting players on their team. So we're going to talk about one team, and I won't say which one it is yet, but I'm going to introduce Sandy. So good morning on a Thursday morning, Sandy. How are you this morning, and welcome to the clubhouse. Hey, Bill. I'm doing all right, and good morning to everyone who's listening in. Yes, 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 yes. We will make sure we tag Sandy. She's a she's an East Coaster. We'll make sure we tag her so that you guys can follow her. But please don't follow her on your commute unless you're not driving. If you're taking public transportation, knock yourself out. But if you're driving, I don't pay for car accidents. So just, you know, got to get that out there ahead of time. So, Sandy, you and I were pre-gaming before this, and you are a fan of a team that uh, made the playoffs this year but did not complete their goal. So, Sandy, who are you a fan of? Yeah, I get a lot of questions about this, um, and rightfully so, as a born and raised lifelong New Yorker. I surprisingly support the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, yeah, like I said, it's a very fun story, though, and I started a new job this week where I shared as a fun fact that I am a Nets and Rays fans and already getting a lot of intrigue in that. I'm so excited to share that story with some of my new colleagues. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, so tell us how that happened. Being a New Yorker, I guess. I mean, is that just the anti-Yankee vote? Is that I, I know you have a story behind this. You shared it with me, but share for those that haven't heard it yet. Yeah, I didn't follow baseball growing up, which I know is odd for a lot of people to hear, given the history behind. I grew up as a basketball fan and just found baseball to be very slow, but I love it now. So I think that makes a difference. Um, and I was bored, like many of us were during the pandemic and just happened to come across game four of the 2020 World Series on TV. I know what a game to tune into as someone who's not a baseball fan or who wasn't. Um, so yeah, I came across it purely by circumstance and out of pure boredom while I was flipping through the TV guide and I tuned in pretty late into the game. It must have been the eighth or ninth inning. Like I said, I didn't know anything about baseball and I definitely didn't know anything about the Rays. Um, but I kept watching because it was a really interesting tight game. And I remember I was actually um, still living at home with my parents at the time. So I was watching with my dad in the living room and he goes to sleep early because he has a pretty, he slept in the living room at the time. So I had to actually go back into my room to pull up the game on my laptop when my dad went to sleep. Um, and I continued watching from there. Honestly, everything from the end of that game is super memorable to me. There's, of course, Brett coming up to bat. Um, and in my opinion, he got rung up on two borderline pitches that were not strikes, just my opinion. Um, then there's the big hit, of course, and everything after that is being a frenzy. I mean, Kiermaier rounding the bases and coming home. Then the bobble by Chris Taylor in the outfield and Randy seemingly, seemingly getting caught between third and home, but then the ball getting away from um, Dodgers catcher Will Smith and then him getting the winning run in and Brett airplaning across the field afterwards and the entire team just 
rushing to the field and going wild. Um, I think it's really amazing everything that had to happen that way and go to pull up that walk-off. And I rewatched it over and over again, honestly, for like a week after that. Um, I'm pretty sure that for some time afterwards, I probably could have told you the exact commentary from the end of that game. Um, and, you know, it's not a childhood memory for me because I'm in my 20s, but I think it might as well have been. I mean, I'm only a few years into my baseball fandom, so I still feel very young at heart as a baseball fan. And I get chills every time I rewatch the end of Game 4. Enjoy the ride. Baseball fandom is a lot of fun. It is it is one of those things that you love, and it's one of those things that will break your heart at the same time. So roll with it and have fun with it. So, um, okay, so favorite players. Uh, do you have a favorite player of all time, and do you have a current favorite player? In the time who's not like Brett Phillips or someone more recent, but like I said, was not a baseball fan growing up. I mean, technically Brett isn't even in the league right now. Um, so he would be my baseball favorite play uh, favorite player of all time. And I don't think that's embarrassing. Everyone loves Brett Phillips, but in terms of my current favorite player, I did think a bit more intentionally about this question. I was like, should I pick a Ray or someone? Alice I admire on a different team. Um, and it was a bit difficult to determine that. Um, but I am going with a favorite Ray, and that would be Brandon Lau. Yeah. And I have a few reasons as to why he's my favorite player. There's like a non-baseball part and a baseball part to it. So like I said, game four of the 2020 World Series was a big highlight of my um, very short time as a baseball fan. And with Brett having the big hit, you know, he, he was airplaning across the field and, and after that, and he was clearly having a hard time breathing due to all the adrenaline and like, he was clearly, um, you know, having a hard time out in the field. And I remember Brandon Lau came up to congratulate Brett, but he noticed that Brett was hyperventilating and he was the only one who asked Brett if he was all right. Um, Everyone else was out there celebrating on the field, which, you know, was fine. It was an incredibly exciting moment and something that was important to celebrate. But I just like that Brandon took notice of Brett as a person in that moment and actually asked him if he was all right. That's the non-baseball story that I have. And then more of the baseball reasons, um, you know, at his highest of highs, Brandon Lau is an incredible power hitter. 2021, of course, was the first season, the first like foe-ish season that I was following the Rays. And it was also arguably louder. Um, he had 39 home runs and 99 RBIs that season. And the 2021 Rays were a really special team. That was their 100 uh, win team. And I think they'll always have a special place in my heart. Uh, Lau played a big part in that. Um, and just when the Rays DFA'd Brett, which was really heartbreaking, I knew that Lau was next in line to be my new favorite Ray. Um, and he had some of my favorite moments from the season too. Like he had a few walk-off hits. Um, I remember that the Rays had 
a stretch back in late August where they had some big comebacks and walk-offs and Lau had a walk-off single against the Rockies. Um, then there were another two like walk-off home runs and games against the Red Sox and White Sox too. So it's an all-in-all fun player and also great guy. Yep, I like that. I like the guys that are, are great players on the field and great people off the field, right? I mean, you had one in your own backyard in New York. Um, I can't remember who he was, but he played for the Yankees award number two. Um, gosh, what was that guy's name? Oh, Derek Jeter. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Yeah, Derek Jeter's a pretty amazing guy. I, I actually knew that, even though I did not follow baseball growing up. <laughs> Everybody knows who Derek Jeter is, even in New York. There's 6 billion people in New York City alone. I'm exaggerating, obviously. But six, you know, of that 6 billion, 5 billion, 999 million, you know, all but 12 people don't know who Derek is. And of those 12 people, they probably are, are under the age of six. Um, okay. So now talk to me. So now we found out about your Rays fandom, which is awesome. And I love the way that you break down your favorite players. That, To me, that's what makes this fun, these podcasts fun, right? Because it's about you. Now tell me a little bit about ballparks. So we're going to take this in two different ways. Tell me about the ballparks that you've been to and what your favorite ballpark is. And then tell me, as a follow-up question, if you had the month off, I don't care, June, July next year, and money wasn't an issue and you could hit five ballparks you haven't been to, where are you going to go? So first tell me about where you've been, your favorites, and then tell me where your bucket list would be, your five bucket list, and if you could get that done. Yeah, well, the five for my bucket list is going to be hard, but um, starting off with the ones I've been to, this was a really fun season for me. I got to travel a lot, both um, in my personal time and for work, which allowed me to see a lot of ballparks since as of last season, I had only been to Yankee Stadium, but added 10 new ones this year, which is really exciting. Um, so just to list them off, I've been to Yankee Stadium, City Field, Coors Field, Citizens Bank Park, Guaranteed Rate Field, Tropicana Field, home of my beloved Rays. Mm -hmm. Camden Yards, Nationals Park, and Fenway Park. Um in terms of my favorite, I guess it's between Camden and Truist for me, but I think Camden oh. gets the edge because it is in a more accessible location. You would not believe how much I had to spend in Ubers in Atlanta to and from Truist, although maybe you would believe it. Um, and I think Camden also just has more unique architecture, and I know there's more history to the ballpark. Um, I think both are really just gorgeous, though, and there's like really great pregame areas and festivities for fans to experience. Um, although I know, like, I did go to Camden when the Orioles had a much better season compared to more recent years, um, so that could have made a difference. And just a great food, honestly. Um, people who followed me since the beginning would know that I am very hard to impress when it comes to ballpark. Okay. Food. I'm just a very, I very often say that I'd much rather save money and eat at home before going to games. I know I'm that person. Um, but at Oreo Park, I had the buffalo fries, which were amazing. And at Truist, I had the triple play, and that's 
fried mashed potato stuffed with chicken might sound a little odd, but actually give it a try. Um, I did find them to be a little bit salty, but the flavor was there overall. Um, and let's see, I'm gonna have to look up what ballparks I haven't hit up yet. So have you been West Coast? I have not. I've heard great things about, I think the Giants Stadium is what I hear. No, um, which one oh. is Petco Park? Oh, Petco, yeah. Petco's in a great area. She's in a great area. Or it's in a great area, I should say. Um, and it's a lot, you would feel very at home because they built it in downtown. There's no place to park anywhere unless you want to tap into your retirement account and put, you know, for the, um, you know, for the game, unless you want to pay $200. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, but it's right in the middle of downtown. There's a ton of restaurants and things. They literally built the field, like plopped it right in the middle of downtown. Wow. So you would love that. Yeah, I've heard from more than one person that that's the number one ballpark that they've been to in terms of like people who've been to many more than I have. Um, I think that would probably be at the top of my list then just from hearing all these good things about it. Um, I am hoping to go to Pittsburgh next season. So yeah, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I guess that'll be my second one. And hopefully you can knock that off the list next season. Um See, I'm going through the list here. What about, uh, I forgot in your list, did you say Wrigley? Have you been to Wrigley? No. Yeah. Okay. So probably not a bad idea to hit Cubs up Wrigley. Were, I only got to see the White Sox. Yeah, probably not a bad thing to hit up Wrigley and probably not a bad thing to hit up Dodger Stadium because then between Fenway, Wrigley, and Dodger Stadium, you've hit the three oldest ballparks in America. Interesting. Yeah. And Suppose I will add Dodgers Stadium to that list. Um, although mm, I know this no. is very silly given the shortened 2020 season, I do hold a grudge against the Dodgers for the World Series. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. No, I still like you though, Susie. You're good people. Still like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. Oracle Park is gorgeous in San Francisco. Petco Park is amazing. Oakland Coliseum, you can skip. Um, T-Mobile Park in um, uh, in Seattle is amazing. Um, if you can get down to Houston, Minute Maid Park is phenomenal. So is Arlington. So is Globe Life. Um, so if you hit those up, those you, you won't be disappointed, I promise. Seattle is one I'm actually hoping to go to next season, too. I've started this tradition of traveling to see the Rays play every year on my birthday. And I already looked at the schedule late August. They're going to be in Seattle on my birthday, okay. actually. <laughs> Perfect. Now I promise you this look and see. So we went to a game in Seattle this year. It was against the, uh, against the Toronto Blue Jays, which was funny. I didn't realize that all Canada descends on Seattle when that happens, because it's like a home game for them on the West coast of, um, uh, um, Canada but look and see if there's anything else going on what we didn't realize we were up there for a family funeral and we were told to show up at a certain time well it turns out we didn't have anything that we needed to prepare so it was just like okay well you have a free day what do you want to do so we went to the stadium what we didn't know was Taylor Swift was playing the next day there forget about it forget about it 
I now have my own personal vendetta against Taylor Swift. Um, it was brutal, like parking across oh the street, God. literally across the street, literally across the street. There's a huge parking lot, $150 for the game. I'm like, yeah, no, we pass. Pass. We'll take the train in. So it's a great ballpark, though. You're going to love it. You are absolutely going to love it. So we know ballparks. We know favorite players. We know how you became a fan. Talk to me about you fell short. There's 29 teams that are going to fall short of getting hardware this year, right? Only one team is going to be happy. It's either going to be either the Rangers or it's um, going to be Arizona. Dodgers, Diamondbacks, I mean, sorry, Dodgers, Rays, we're out, right? Yeah, what a weird World Series. Yeah, exactly. It's not necessarily big town World Series. It's not like the Yankees or Mets are in it. Um, you know, it's not like Philadelphia's in it. A couple of small market teams, which is fine. Um, but talk to me about 2024. What are you looking forward to in 2024? What are you excited about in 2024? Yeah, Bill, it's it's a little tough to say, given all the uncertainty around the team right now. And they have, unfortunately, been riddled with injuries that have implications bleeding into next season. Um Shane McClanahan missing all of 2024. Really tough loss there. Um, Drew Rasmussen, Jeffrey Springs still out through the middle of 2024. And, you know, there's a high chance that we'll lose Tyler Glass now during the offseason. Um, but it was quite heartening to hear recently in his interview where he said that he really wants to stay with the Rays. Um, I did come up with a few things that I can be excited about, though. I am excited to see Shane Boz back. It's a name I haven't heard in forever. I don't think Rays fans have heard his name in forever. Um, he's a young pitcher with lots of upside as rehab, but he will be back at the start of next season. Um, I guess I'm both worried about and excited about this next thing, like what becomes of the team overall. Um you know, I hinted at it with Glass now, but the offseason will be interesting. And I imagine there are a lot of changes to come to the roster. Um, you know, a lot of baseball, baseball fans know that the Rays are a smart organization that makes do with very minimal resources pretty much every year. So it'll be interesting to see what product they ultimately put out there next year. Um and then I am already thinking about the games I'll go to next season, like I said. And we're not even really into the offseason yet. Um, but it is a treat every time I get to see them because I can't do it often living in New York. So do you, side note, do you catch the Rays when they come to Yankee Stadium? Do you try to catch them a couple of different times? Yeah, I mean, it's been fairly new for me, but now living in Queens, I am closer to the stadium, and I made it a tradition starting this year to be there for at least one game every Yankees race series. And of course, if if they play the the Mets, you're right there in Queens, so you're going to catch that game. That's easy, right? Yeah, City Field was one I got to see on the Rays out this year. I don't think they're going to have that on their schedule every season. It is, you know. Every other cross league, yeah. Um, yeah. but I was lucky this year, and it is a much easier commute. So what's what? So how do you? How far do you live from City Field? 
it's like 15 to 20 minutes um, by subway. I mean, Yankee Stadium is not that bad either. That's 45 minutes, but it does require a subway transfer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, so yeah, so I'm, that's like, I'd be at city field as much as I could if I were in your neck of the woods, but here in Southern California. So Susie, if you ever get out here, or I'm sorry, Susie, Sandy, that's just, I was looking at a message a second ago. So Sandy, if you ever get out here, something that you need to, to know, you could actually in three days, back, back, back nights, you could get to Dodger stadium, angel stadium and Petco in three nights. I've done it. Um, have you had to drive though? Uh-huh. Of course. Yeah. I, course. I'm not, I don't drive. I don't even have a permit. <laughs> well, no, no. So you, I drive because I'm from here, but you can take public transit. So you legitimately could stay in Orange County down by the Angels and take public transit up to Dodger Stadium. And it'll take you 35, 40 minutes, maybe. Um, from Anaheim Stadium, if you go south to Petco, um, it'll probably take you by by public transit, maybe an hour and 15 with the stops, maybe an hour and a half. So it's not bad. It's not bad. Um, believe it or not, Californians are not known for our public transit, but they've done a really, really, really good job at connecting the ballparks. So yeah, so you can do it all in three days, zip, 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 right? Hmm. Without even having to pay for Ubers. That is very good to know. I've never been out West, but I am looking forward to when that time comes for me. I will send you a picture to your Instagram um, next month in November when you guys are all bundled up and I'm walking to my mailbox in shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, very Just used to it as a New Yorker, but it's, the code is still a pain. <laughs> well, I can't say, oh, gee, our prices are higher because your prices are, is you know, is equally as high as our prices out here in, in Southern California. Differences is we get the sunshine, right? We have a season and a half. Um, we have uh, summer and light summer out here. So, yeah, it's pretty good. All right. My friend, you have done awesome. Um, anything else that we should know about the Rays as a fan? Do the Rays have a shot to take the East next season? By the way, I did hear something that is going to break your heart. I did hear that Mr. Randy, you know, cross my arms or Rosarena is going to be talking to the Braves of all teams. Uh, I did not know that. I didn't realize that he was a free agent. Is he a free agent? Yeah, I should probably be keeping up with that more closely, but I did start a new job this week, so things are a little chaotic. I don't actually know, and I didn't hear that news specifically, but I'm going to look into that immediately after we hop off. Um, that does break my heart a little bit. I have a weird relationship with the Braves. They are my NL team, to the dismay of many of my friends. <laughs> I know mostly Mets fans, um, and yeah, it's always a point of contention i'm sure it is i'm sure it is if you're if you are a yes a, a yes being living there and you're talking about good luck i don't want to be around you when you when you are going to talk to mets fans about the braves because i mean you're just picking you're poking the bear here your national league team is the braves your american league team is the rays so you're taking off the Mets and the Yankee fans. So the thing about you that I like is you're an equal opportunity offender. 
Like you're offending both sides of New York. It's good, right? Tell me that you're at least a Knicks yeah. fan. Are you a Knicks fan? I'm a Nets fan. Okay, good enough. Brooklyn Nets, that's fine. That's fine. Football, Jets or uh, uh, Giants? Yeah, I don't follow football, but if I cared, I would be a Giants fan. Um, yeah. The only Super Bowl I ever watched in full was the one with the catch, the infamous catch. And okay. yeah, that, that was the like most memorable to me about anything related to football. There you go. I love it. I love it. Well, top fan rivalry followers, Sandy has been gracious enough to, to bless us today on your travels on a Thursday morning. Um, I love her. I don't get many people like you that come on and will break down almost like a GM, how certain things are playing out. I was very impressed by that, especially your early on fandom. I love that. So stick around for a second. Let's talk for a second. Top fan rivalry followers. We will make sure, like I said at the, the beginning, we will make sure that we um, tag her so that you guys can see everything that she's doing. She has a phenomenal Instagram page. So we're going to have some fun there. We're going to enjoy it. And so, Sandy, I appreciate you spending uh, your Thursday morning with us. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks both for having me. This was so much fun. We'll do it again soon. Stick around.